Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. simply not enough coverage on this new Star Wars movie coming out. <laughs> Barely heard about it. I have to Google like 30 links just to find some news about it. There's just not enough coverage. Not enough coverage at all. Um, I just saw Mac and Cheese, Star Wars Mac and Cheese and uh, Star Wars um, Vitamins are probably already out. Creamer. Yeah. Like coffee creamer. You know that the nerds have already placed uh, special orders for the action figures that they're probably never going to open the boxes. They're just going to hang them up in their rooms. Right. Yeah. Um, they, de- they depreciate as soon as you take them out of the box. Well, now they have Mickey money to spend on advertising, which is basically anything they want. I mean, they were advertising it during Monday Night Football. I saw that. <laughs> 20 million people watch that. That's it's a so machine. Wild. Disney owns ABC, uh, the Star Wars franchise, uh, ESPN. Um, yes. What else do they own? I mean, they're recession-proof. They have unlimited funds for marketing. Yeah. We got a full like show tonight. Full house. A bear. A bear, Johnny. It's a bear schedule. It's a bear schedule. It's a real bull schedule tonight. Looks like the Star Wars trailer, six six point five million. In pre-ticket sales. Wow. That's insane. That movie comes out two months from now, and that many people are buying tickets. I mean, that's... 6.5 million in pre-ticket sales. That's six times what Hunger Games did. I don't know. I guess Hunger Games had the previous record. That's like, you know, Babe Ruth breaking the home run record. I don't see the appeal with that movie. I was in Afghanistan when it came out, but I still heard the hype. And we were able to get, uh, you know, bootleg DVD of it. I didn't care to watch it. I said, I'll, I'll wait till some at some point I'll try and see the movie. And then by the time it started putting YouTube clips on it, I, was, I said, this movie's boring. What, is this Hunger Games? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hunger Games. Everybody's weird, freaking out, looking for food. Seems like Los Angeles. <laughs> How we it doing, was, Crenshaw? The books were... 
you know, fun. But the movies, every movie, I was disappointed afterwards. Yeah, and it'll probably be like Star Wars. They'll they'll say that the trilogy is over, but whether there's a new book to follow it or not, they'll just find a way to come up with another episode. <laughs> Luke so gets his driver's exam. How many Harry Potters were there after they were supposed to cancel? Oh, there was like. I think there was six or seven. I think there's the last seven one was books like two. and eight movies. And the uh, Lord of the Rings, the first one came out in 01, I remember, and I'm not a Tolkien fan. But, uh, you know, when they ran out of stories for Lord of the Rings, they just made spinoffs, right? You know, yeah, the, Hobbits, the Hobbit. The The Desolate the of Smog. <laughs> you know, I never saw the a Lord of the Rings movie. Never saw one. I got taken to the first one. I was bored to death. I remember. Yeah, you were saying. You were like, yeah, I got dragged to this three hours of yeah, no. Yeah, it was so boring. I was I was so bored. I, I also um, was in New Zealand when they were shooting, I think when The Hobbit had first started filming, I, I think, and I thought I had stumbled across the set of it. And, uh, Are they? I mean, they're, they're probably well-done movies. They're probably very... Put together, it's just I don't know. I can't get into the whole like. I'm not into it. Frodo. No. I mean, what I was gonna say is that would probably be something so cool to an American Lord of the Rings fanatic nerd to be <laughs> on the set of a Peter Jackson. <laughs> but I was like, eh, yeah, I saw each one. I saw each one once in the theater, and I was not blown away. I was not really impressed. I, I, yeah. People were comparing it to Star Wars. I was like. Get out of the city. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of town. Balky Bartokomus. I guess I'm kind of like an old grouch. The fact that that many pre-sale tickets went on sale, it's like I'm definitely yeah. not seeing that in the first month. It's going to be Day. crowded with like costumes. Yeah, no, no kid's going to care about his presence in the morning. They're just going to be online. Because even though they have the tickets, everybody else has already bought their tickets, so they have to get to the theater early to wait online while they open it. Yeah. It's going to be Let's mad the best tense. The next two months are going to be insane. It's going to be Star Wars everything. Star Wars time. toilet paper. You'll be wiping your ass. For <laughs> I understand being super excited about, you know, a movie franchise that you, you really want to see. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a pre-recorded uh, art medium. Like, it's not going anywhere. It's not like you're seeing the Stones in their final concert and you have to get tickets. I mean, you can wait a week and... It'll still be the same. It'll still be there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you've waited your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, What's man. a few more days? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What's a few more days? Yeah, I don't know. Man. I am excited. I, I actually... The trailer looked good. I did some snooping online like an idiot and probably <laughs> read more than I should have. And I read some spoilers. And if it's accurate, which it pretty much seems like it is, it will be a really good, really, really good movie. I think everybody will be happy with it. Yeah, it looked very original. It looked like a, uh, it looked like a really good fresh take on it. You know, the trailer looked really good. And uh, I mean, unless you're like a diehard fan, most people write off the the last three movies they made, the, the prequels, because they were so just all over the place. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, even the diehard fans hate them. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's the they get a lot of crap. Fans that like them. Right. But it's just going to be enormous and. Uh, these kids are going to be superstars, you know. I, I can't yeah. wait to see they the are. spoken medium <laughs> theater. I was reading on Monday that uh, D- 
Disney testicular. It helps with my testicular cancer. Actually, it doesn't. You need to see a you need to see a chemotherapist about that. The force will be with me. Okay. Yeah. See how that works. I read on, I read on Monday Disney was having people with costumes line up uh, outside of downtown Disney in Anaheim to watch uh, the release of the trailer. So here you are on a Monday. You're obviously not working. <laughs> And you're wearing a, a costume. You're wearing C-3PO outside in the blistering sun to watch a preview for two minutes in a movie. I think if that's your case, you need to start reevaluating your life. You don't think Disney was paying them? No. A cool Disney buck? <laughs> Disney is – I love Disney too. I get so many emails from Disney for uh, for offers. Um like their social media offers, they have, Oh, okay. they do so much for getting people to do things for them for free. I mean, it's, it's incredible what they, they'll pay you if they pick you, but you have like a million people like create a video for, I get these offers. They're called, uh, you know, make maker studios, which, uh, the YouTube channel signed to was bought by Disney. So I get all these Disney emails and it's like, you have an offer. You could win six grand. If you film yourself, talking about this and if you win you get like six grand or something i did it once it was like a ted 2 promotion and i just looked like an idiot sitting on my couch like yeah i like bears and uh, i didn't do it again but but so many people do these i mean they they have uh they got so Wait, many what was the what people. was the premise of this video what did you do the premise of the video was uh ted 2 came out and right. uh you had to promote it for like two minutes and talk about why ted would be an excellent father so I just did this video. I said, Ted's an excellent dad because he's better than this guy. And then I just started showing a montage of really bad dads in history. <laughs> like people that beat their kids and like famous kings. And... Mug shots. Of yeah, like... I did mug shots. And then I ended it with Peter Joe Griffin. Jackson beating one of the yeah. kids. And they were like, thank you for your submission. And fortunately, it didn't make it. I was like, you know, you should give me money for looking like a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it's funny. But yeah, the movie's going to be huge, man. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. It's gonna be off the chain, but yeah, man. There's a there's a lot of stuff going on. The uh, the the trailer for that came out on Monday Night Football and social media and the internet just like melted. Broke. It was everywhere you saw. Fandango crashed. Fandango was, crashed. They would. They, I swear, every commercial break during the first half that it was you heard lightsabers, you know, <laughs> and then it would be, and then this. Words would come up. The preview later, like what? It's a commercial for the trailer. This is next level shit. Yeah, babe. yeah. They have trailers for the trailers. That's like YouTube in a nutshell. You go to watch a trailer and you have to watch like a thirty second ad for Hyundai before you're like, I, I, yeah, I guess right. we're gonna do this. <laughs> but yeah, man. And then like Chris Berman had to you know promote it, and he's like, and now stay tuned for Star Wars. The Force Awakens. Early reading. Read and now, stay tuned. Herman. Stay tuned for... Uh, is that Star Tours? They still have that ride? Star Wars! <laughs> Speaking of rides, I think Mr. Biscardi, I feel like, was on tour for the past two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I covered a lot of U.S. Road Be trip. Before you get into it, I just got to give you a perspective from somebody that, for somebody that didn't know or didn't see it, 
you see Mike on Facebook, he gets tagged and, you know, checked into Nashville. Oh, he's in Nashville. And then he's checked into, like, Memphis. And then he's checked into Virginia. And I'm looking at the map of where this pinpointed it. And it's like a it's like a geographical tour in support of, like, a concert. <laughs> uh, in support of, like, an album. You're all over the place. Yeah. What's the thing? I didn't mean to be one of what's those the check-in deal? fanatics. You were. You know, that's not really me. But, um, you know, because... I'm taking my wife and oh, she's got family that may have been concerned and wanted to know where she would be. So I had to tag her, you know, in the, on the social media. Um, and I'm sure there are people thinking, oh, God, nobody cares that you're in Catonsville, Maryland right now. Nobody's I even going to care when I'm home. But anyway, so her family would care about her and, and where she was. And my mother-in-law was uh, – this was kind of funny. <laughs> my mother-in-law had to look at a map of the U.S., to find out where we were, where we were checking in. She fa- she used Facebook as the uh, means of making sure her daughter was alive. <laughs> you should have checked into like uh, checked into like uh, West Virginia State Penitentiary for women. What? <laughs> That's great. That's cool though. Yeah, you're all over the place. What were some cool uh, cool places that you saw? Well, we started out. I left Corpus Christi last week, and then I had to do a little time in San Antonio. Um, from San Antonio, we also did a stop in Houston because we have some other in-laws there. And then the then the trip began. All right, so I <laughs> the first stop on the way was from Houston, and uh, we visited a, a friend of ours in Austin, and she put us up for a night. She's a movie producer, known her a few years, and she's oh, living in nice. Austin now, and. Um, that was the first time I got to see her in Texas. So on the way there, I figured, okay, let's see. What, what kind of little tourist places do we have? So we stopped at the Sam Houston home in Huntsville, Texas. And that was about, you know, Houston. a little half-hour pit stop. Who is Sam Houston? Sam Houston, the hero of Texas, who defeated Santa Ana and the nasty Mexicans. And Santa the Alamo. In what? After the Alamo, he was not there for the Alamo. So I think he, he was, was the guy that defeated them at uh, San Jacinto, right? Yes, San Jacinto, yeah. yeah. Was it a major and, war? Yeah, to Texas and Mexicans it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. To rapid Jersey. Right now, San Jacinto is the guy that cleans out the shrubs. How are we throwing it here? But what was really funny is we also, <laughs> I don't know what, else, what everybody knows about Huntsville otherwise, but it's really more famous for, well, it has a school there, Sam Houston University. No. But it's known for the uh, the big prison. You know, Huntsville is prison town. Uh-oh. And, uh, I mean, Texas, yeah, well, I don't know. I should look up that statistic. It's interesting. I, I believe they've had a few. They must have. The place has been there since, like, 1848. It, it says, like, Whoa! a, a, a oh my big sign, 1848, cool. Huntsville Prison. Um, Gosh, look it up. So, when we're driving by, we kind of we're trying to get back to the the main highway, and we're going through the city streets, and I see this big giant wall, and I said, "Uh oh, I know what that is," and we kind of found it by accident. But you know, I'd recognize the building from TV or whatever. I said, and the the news, and I said to my wife, "You know what that is right there?" She goes, "Well, that's where they kill people." <laughs> That's where it's Bush put down the hammer. He just pushed a button. Yeah. A famous death house. 
But, you know, it's so morbid when you think about it. This is right smack dab in the middle of a quiet, quaint town. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, look at you know, it. I don't think it really crazy. is that quiet because there's like, <laughs> you know, there's a, a death in the death house quite a few times a year. In fact, I think there was one right after we left and right before we got there. 528 <laughs> executions since 20. Uh, yeah. Since the chair? Uh, after they the chair, don't they? The chair? No, not in Texas anymore. But oh, they're proud of it. Is yeah, what do they use? Hanging? They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, no, they use the they, they juice them. Oh, the the uh, the former chair there was. Uh, it's in the museum. To his old spark. Music, yeah, that's in the prison museum in Huntsville. We, I wanted to go. I'd like to see that. <laughs> but yeah. I'd be on board for that. One, yeah. I always think it's funny when uh, they talk about the death penalty in some states, and I think every state should be like Texas because every time you're delaying it, you're costing the state money for some like piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah. Like Richard Ramirez in California who died recently. It's yeah. like $50,000 a year just to keep this guy alive after he killed him. Yeah, like Scott you know. Peterson's probably never going to see. Yeah. He's going to die of natural causes. Yeah, they're so old, but it's always funny when you hear, like, they're not able to execute the prisoners because they ran out of drugs. It's like, well, why don't you just take a gun and finish the job? Like, why is it? It's so, it's a joke. It's so hard to do. Uh, we got to test the drugs first to make sure they work. Yeah. Um, but what but was anyway, really sick was uh, um, this town is to, to people like us up in the northeast. You know, prisons are off on uh, you know up the river in New York, as we say. Sing Sing is a prison town, so that might be something comparable. Everybody works in the prison. Attica, same thing. But you know, to, that's off in the sticks. Rikers is not in downtown Manhattan. It's, um, you know, Alcatraz is off on an island. People don't want to see that. They don't want to be associated with it. These people in Huntsville are damn proud because that's their livelihood. Mm. The bread and butter is the prison. The prison's right in the center of town, like smack dab. Yeah, it's right smack dab. It's a big, giant, 20-foot walls everywhere. They even do a prison rodeo. They've got a big arena. <laughs> Rodeo. Sounds they like got, a route to a museum. There's a prison museum. <laughs> I'd be down to see that. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to go, but we didn't end up going. But I mean, I wow. saw the famous, infamous walls unit. So it's a hundred and. One, yeah. I, I can't then, do math. But it's like a hundred and. What was it built? hundred and. When was it? It's a hundred and. years old. 1848? Yeah. Can't do that math at all. Oh, so it's like 160 years old. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. What I did there sucks. was add 200 to the year 1849, <laughs> rounded it down to 20, and minus Lost 30, you. which is around 70. Lost you. No, it's crazy, uh, man. Yeah. So then, you know, we made our way to Austin after that, and after that was Dallas. That was the following day. But I meant to stay in Dallas, and we couldn't really find a hotel that was open. It didn't have any reservations. But uh, we arrived fairly late at night, and uh, I remember – I'm really kicking myself in the ass over this. I did not go to the Kennedy site. I said, no, Kennedy. Dallas. Oh, yeah. Dealey Plaza. I did not go to Dealey Plaza. I, I didn't see the book, the, but I was on Main Street. So yeah. maybe I did see – didn't realize it because I was really just looking for a hotel. I was just driving, kind of meandering aimlessly. But I did not – Remember stopping and going to Dealey Plaza. It totally slipped my mind. 
of all the times you know I've flown know. into Dallas, so, you know, everybody's flown into DFW a hundred times, but this is my first time actually doing Dallas. I, you know, was in and out of there. We ended up not staying. You're trying to get something, to trying to find a place to hang your hang your hat. You're not really yeah. Yeah. in the tourist so mode. Ski, and then after that was this was funny. <laughs> Fun Debbie. So. My wife had to work throughout the whole road trip. She didn't take any days off now. Um, you know, I'm on one. She's a trooper. Vacation. Yeah. So she works out of the home, as you know. She even took the computer. She's working on it while we're in our little Fiat Abarth. And she's scrunched up working on her laptop. And uh, she needed to get out because she had to do a conference call. Like, okay, well, where the hell are we? Because, you know, this is northeastern Texas. Uh Let's, let's see, where are we? New Boston. New Boston, Texas. New Next Bo- exit. So we pull Best. over because there must be a local library here or something. And there was. <laughs> there was. So we pull over. Yeah. We pull over to this little, um, you know, rinky-dink town with very nice people. And uh, we find, <laughs> I pull over and I walk into the, the library. And, you know, I felt like you know, Pesci and uh, Pesci. Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny, like, you know. Oh, what is it, you? We just look so city type. You're walking into this little town with a population of, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred. Uh, also a prison town, by the way, but the prison wasn't in the oh. middle of town. It was okay. off in the distance. I remember They're seeing not as a sign for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in the middle of the town. Um, so we pull into this little library, and I said, excuse me, ma'am, do you have Wi-Fi here? No, I'm sorry, we don't. Uh, the town won't let us have any. Devil <laughs> technology. We don't believe in that though, she witchcraft was able to get a, a devil sorcery signal magic. from the phone to put into her computer, and we, we set her up to work in this little, uh, in the back of the library, there was a, a genealogy section, and a whole bunch of books. Genealogy. Yeah, a whole bunch of census books everywhere on the shelves. I, I was passing time perusing the census books. Nice. Didn't find any family history of my own in there. No, the only genealogy history in that town is 30,000 people with <laughs> yeah. three different last names. Yeah, three lines. <laughs> anyway. But they were very <laughs> and uh, next, I killed some time. I found a really nice gun shop next door. <laughs> Stuff, though, that I couldn't bring up north. They were really like, they were cowboy guns. Nice. Yeah, the double barrel shotgun with like the fancy engraving designs on, on the uh, on the the barrel and the action. It was really the pistols with like the white, the white, uh, white ivory handles. Yeah, Yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, so we were there about an hour, and then we finally made our way, and I got to the next stop was um, was Little Rock, where I saw some people, and I'll, I'll tell you, I never got such an ovation anywhere as I did when I made a stop in, in a dive bar in North Little Rock, Arkansas, because no. uh, I knew some people there. They were regulars when I lived there for a year. And I didn't tell anybody I was coming. I said, this is going to be a surprise. Let's see if they're there. Let's see if the old crew's there, because, you know, you could set a watch to, yeah, to when the, the locals You sneak onto the base. Oh, yeah, and they're, they're throwing their arms around me. The owner of the bar is... is uh, Shots for everyone. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's allowed to. It was great. Yeah, it was really great. And then we left the next day, and that's when we made our way to Memphis. Memphis. Walking in Memphis. Memphis. 
uh, Memphis was then to uh, we drove through Nashville, and I guess in Nashville, I've been there a couple of times. Probably the cleanest city I've ever been in. Wow, because it's country folk, you know, they want to they don't want to have dirty streets like we do. They don't want to dirty down the hose. They, they want the closest thing to the country while in the city, I guess. All right, a very white well, town. Good. I did notice. Make of that what you will. <laughs> Uh, let's see, from Nashville, we went to, um, where the hell did we go after that? Nashville. Oh, then what? Yeah, Roanoke, Virginia. This was kind of an interesting story. Ah. So I'm driving through Virginia down in the southwestern part of it, which is really by, I guess, the Smoky Mountains, I want to say. Uh, so I make my way towards Roanoke, Virginia, when we almost get into an accident while witnessing an accident. Ugh. A trailer. This little old lady was pulling a, a camper with this little Ford Ranger pickup. You know, it was uh, like a four-cylinder. She was really putting stress on the engine to uh, the point where the trailer started taking control of the truck. <laughs> and, you know, I had to slam on the brakes because it was almost going to be a big pileup. She so was, she couldn't know, really stop. This trailer is pushing her at right. velocity. And she, until finally she jackknifes, and then she's holding uh. up the middle of the road, and the rest of us are all... <laughs> and then... Um, like and then uh, I, I pull Caitlin over. We're, yeah, we're all kind of <laughs> we're all kind of rubbernecking. Yes. And, uh, and my wife says, "Should we help?" I don't. I don't know. Should we? And I see somebody getting out to help, and I, I said, "I know him." So I'm gonna go say hello. <laughs> was a you knew the I guy deployed. that was helped the Good Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, I did. We deployed. You knew him. That's yeah, so. Who was it? It's crazy. Uh, a buddy of mine that uh, I was in Afghanistan with. Wow. That's a lost moment. That's mm -hmm. bizarre. Was he from that? This is in yeah, Tennessee or, or Virginia? Yeah, which was also a prison town because I asked him, what are you doing lately? <laughs> prison <laughs> town. A prison up the street. <laughs> You're just doing a prison tour. <laughs> Catch Biscardi at uh, Rikers next every, week and he will be town. at yeah, Greaterford Prison in Philadelphia on the 29th. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, touring uh, prison towns. You know, and it was kind of – I felt like kind of a dick because um, – you, know, you didn't stop. No, I, I stopped, but I was talking to, to my buddy, and I, I said, um, you know, I, I don't know how. Did we just arrive on the scene like that second? I didn't see the thing, Jack. And I, I just saw the brake lights in front of me. He was like, oh, no, yeah, it just, just happened. And then I saw I saw the thing, Jackknife, and then I um, got out. To help. I said, yeah, I got out. I only got out just because I saw you. I could see she's like, this poor woman is like crying. I don't give a shit about this lady bleeding, but hey, what's up? How you been? Do you watch the game? <laughs> That's crazy, though. What are the chances? She was all right. I mean, I would have gladly, you know, lent the hand if I yeah, could of have. Course. Uh, and I and I was I meant to, if the, but there really wasn't anything that needed to be That's done. Insane. It wasn't a whole lot of damage, but uh, yeah. So, wait, so, where, so where are you right now? Are you still in? Are you still traveling on the road? Or Jersey right now? I'm, I'm looking. At, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Which prison are you at there? <laughs> New Jersey State Penitentiary. Trenton. Trent tornadoes. Oh. No, I, I have to find a home tomorrow. I, I, I find a home. Start looking at rows. Ah, so, you got to try to do the uh, Staten with. Island. And then after that, yeah, I am actually. Uh, and then I saw some friends of mine I hadn't seen since. Uh, I bet actually before I left, I saw them on the way down to Texas. Uh, they live in Maryland. Texas. So for my wife, she hadn't been to a lot of these states. And I remember saying, well, make sure you let the whole family. 
I know you for the and you drove through, but um, you know she had never seen a lot of these states and, and so that. Yeah, she got to check her. a whole bunch off the list real quick. Too yeah. Sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to visit all fifty states someday, but I know there's just some that you would have to go there just to say you were there. Like North Dakota, you would have no business yeah. going there. Yeah, South Dakota too. South Dakota. I, I think South Dakota. South Dakota's Rushmore, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think uh, I could do that. Rushmore. Rushmore. But something like yeah. North Dakota, Idaho. You could like there's you know skiing and there's like pretty things up there. And Montana's like scenery, outdoors. That that stuff you can do. But there's some states like Nebraska. Yeah. Like I really have no business being there. Right. What are you gonna see? I mean, the, the, Iowa, Nebraska. Do they even have a sports team? <laughs> yeah, it's just. I, yeah, the University of Nebraska football. That's like it. There's no professional sports yeah. teams. <laughs> you know what I was want to say? It's it's probably really cheesy, but uh, I've never been to Iowa, and I kind of want to see that Field of Dreams. I'm gonna put. That I've yes. been there. You've been there. Have you? I've been there. Dewitt. Um, no kidding. Uh, he got married there. His wife is from there. And we, dude, I flew from South Florida to Atlanta to Chicago, then from Chicago drove to Iowa. And he got married right on the mighty Mississippi. And uh, he had to drive an hour to get anywhere. It's just, and there's no endless, thing. endless fields of corn. But on the yeah. drive from Chicago to Iowa, we stopped at the uh, Field of Drams. It's yes. a free attraction, right? You can just it, show up. Yeah, it's just like sitting there. It's, is it cool when you're there? Bizarre. Yeah, wow. it's, it's, it's eerie. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I don't know Shoeless why it would Joe. be a cheap thrill, but it would. It Pantsless is. John Hassinger. Shoeless <laughs> Joe Jackson. Yeah, I think that'd be cool to see. Yeah. There's something going on with that. i got to look this up, but I read something recently on the Field of Dreams. Somebody um, bought it or something? Something happened. I don't know if they're like... Uh, Turning it into something else, I don't think they should because it's historical. Weren't they trying to do that in the movie? That was the objective of the town. Yeah, they were trying to <laughs> develop it to build a baseball field. <laughs> They're knocking it down to build a baseball field. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. The uh, Field of Dreams is. Um... Wait, you flew into Chicago and you drove to Iowa. Yeah. So you uh, you, you got to do some trekking. To get that, it was like a three or four hour drive, I think. I can't really remember. It was quite an ordeal. And then on the way home, I had to fly from Dubuque, Iowa, to Chicago, Chicago to Atlanta, Atlanta to South Florida. Of course, but yeah, that was that's... the last flight in. I was oh flying for like twelve hours. That's also big news, right? U.S. Airways, uh, another useless airline. Yes. <laughs> With a you... thousand stops in one trip. Now yeah. finally. <laughs> Yeah, I had I'm flying U.S. Airways from L.A. to Philly. I had to stop in Burbank on the way there. It's only ten miles away. <laughs> yeah, the uh, U.S. Airways did their last flight uh, last Friday from uh, Philadelphia to San Francisco. It's the end of uh, end of an era. Wait, what, what's the airline that you hate? United. United is your United. Airline. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty bad. They're pretty oh, bad. speaking of American Airlines, uh, I only fly them because I have uh, the flight American with them. America, but uh, my wife's bag has still not been recovered. I think it's it's in the still bag is gone. Yeah, are they still lying to you? Like, yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're it's being shipped. We're, we're uh, working Hen- on it. Henry was just talking about it. Um, well, I keep Henry. yelling at he him likes because it. They're, they're supposed to by law. I, 
by policy, refund her money. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, she's not... We'll refund your money, miss. What did you have in it? Diamond rings. Mike, you're chopping up a little bit. Sorry. You choppy, choppy. Father Uh-oh. choppy. There you go. No, you're back. Oh. But all I heard was something like this. Cause it, bro, what? Bro. Oh, oops. Uh, okay, well, uh, what now. I was going to say is that by policy, they have to give her bag or give her money back if the bag is gone for more than a month. So, um, uh. or maybe even three weeks. I don't know. I, I think they told her a month. They said, that's a little ridiculous. Should it be like after two weeks if they don't find your bag. I mean, really, if after 48 after hours to me, I, I'd be up there demanding. Yeah, I'd be demanding my money back. Right. But she's not getting on him for it. And I said, get, get, get them to give you your money back. So the least they, that they could do, and it should have been done already. And even yeah. if it's uh, obviously they didn't find it, they should just admit it's gone because it, if they were still looking for it this time, I mean, how long does it take to get it to find a bag? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's okay. This bag's been sitting here for two months. Let's check what's inside and see if yeah, they can describe it. Yeah, and that's how I guess they have to identify it because they lost the, uh, the sticker with the barcode uh, on. So that's what they're doing. What do you have in it? I don't know, jeans, uh, sweaters. Sack of marbles. Lingerie. What any female would have in her bag. Oh, we found the bag. And Candy bar. Jimmy tried on some of the lingerie. And he just <laughs> felt so sexy. What? Of <laughs> great taste. Speaking of bags, there's a movie review John was talking about. It has nothing to do with bags. Just wanted to see if you were paying attention out there. <laughs> Tweet us at the podcastle at uh, the underscore podcastle. And uh, I think John has some thoughts about Jews in this country. No, John's got some thoughts about uh, movies. Yes. Well, Thank you, Matthew. Lucas. Brett's movie review, go to The Sim- Cinematic Addict. Sorry, Shady is just being a pain in the ass today. Uh, so TheCinematicAddict.com. The uh, Brett's movie review today is Sicario. I don't really know. I didn't know anything about this movie. Uh, did you guys? I meant to go see it. Uh, we didn't That's get right. to go. I was going with uh, some friends of ours, another couple. Uh, they get, were lucky enough to get seats. By the time we got to the theater, were sold out. Oh, yeah. So, he says it's it's the movie of the year so far. But yeah, I know it is. I I didn't hear anything about it. He says um, it's assassin, I guess, for the assassin for the cartels. Yeah. Um, he says movie of the year so far goes to Sicario. Only problem is there is a lot more time to come during award season, and Star Wars is still a couple of months away. What is Sicario? Take the movie Traffic, then take everything leading up to the final siege in Bad Boys 2. Not the siege mm-hmm. itself, but getting ready for it. Toss them in a blender and you have Sicario. A weird analogy, I know, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt is the leader of a team inside the U.S. that takes down houses owned by cartels, essential... Essentially doing nothing for the war on drugs. Okay, so she's just <laughs> putting, out, putting out small fires, yeah. Uh, she is then recruited by Josh Brolin's character to join a team that travels to Mexico to actually do some damage to their operation. Why do they need her? Well, that's a revelation found out later in the movie. But she accepts their offer and goes on their mission. Benicio Del Toro, one of my all-time favorite actors, is along for the ride as a liaison whose true motives come to light later in the movie. 
I don't want to spoil any major plot points, but his character is technically a good guy. There are no twists in this film. It's all pretty straightforward, but knowing everything going in could ruin it for you. Directed by Denis Villanueva, who's making a name for himself with films like Prisoners, Enemy, and the soon-in-production sequel to Blade Runner. Sicario dives headfirst into Juarez, Mexico, where the cartels have pretty much taken over every aspect of life. Their mission, well, the character's mission, is to take down the Mexican kingpin. Their methodology caused enough ruckus that the cartel member running things in the U.S. is called back to Mexico so they can follow him to the boss. The movie is intense, action-packed when it needs to be, and exciting. It's everything this kind of film needs to be in order to be successful. It's my kind of movie and is easily one of the best of the year. Go see it. <laughs> Thank you. Sakata, yeah, I did hear good things about that. Sounds fun. Sounds cool. You know, Here's what happens at the fact end. About Juarez, it's the Juarez. scariest place I've ever seen, but haven't been to, because I, I, you can see it from El Paso, <laughs> Texas, but you, I've never oh. crossed into it. Ah. it's the most dangerous. It was the most dangerous city in the world. Yeah, I don't know if it's still is El Paso dangerous. And it's referenced in the Johnny Cash song yeah, "Cocaine Blues." Uh, not terribly, but it would be really if. Um, I guess if the army base wasn't there to sort of scare keep, off the cartel. Keep things in line. Riff raff. Sicario, I did hear good things about that, but that I've spoken with it so I said it was really good. And uh seems like it's one of those fresh movies that comes out here and there, peppered yeah. throughout Academy season, that like Traffic, which is yeah. about 15 years old, was uh, one of those movies. Or like Her Locker. Yeah. It's like a violent but like very, you know, very yeah. well done film. Yeah. I'm actually going to start a documentary about my time in West Hollywood. It's called Butt Hurt Locker. It's uh, <laughs> it's just about what? Well, some... It's a reference to sad times. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm sure it was about Swiss paints and about a complication. No, but thank you very much, Brett, for the uh, movie reviews. As always, um, check them out at the uh, cinematicaddict.com and on the Facebook. And he, uh, he he actually the he got uh, he got through the madness on Fandango and got those uh, pre-sale tickets. I think he bought four of them. I think he hacked Fandango. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got four tickets. Got a million bucks. I think he has a hookup. I think him and Abrams are like buddies. Yes. Bad robot. That's all he got. <laughs> I want to share with you guys a little little story here. I went to the uh, ALS walk on Sunday. I saw that. Yes. Against my will. <laughs> I uh, there. It was good. I it was, it was gonna good. Be a tax write off. <laughs> thought it'd be a tax write off. Yeah. I, oh, I thought it was the cancer thing, but then I was like, ALS. Uh, I don't. I don't really know, I know anybody with ALS. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go to. Sleep. I tried to get out of it. The thing is, uh, our friend, our friends Peter and Shauna, um, Peter's dad passed away from ALS at an early age, and uh, we were hanging out back in June. Having a couple beers, and I guess in a drunken mood, he asked me if he wanted to do the ALS walk. And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, didn't hear anything about it after. Forgot about it. Last Tuesday, it's like, hey, you go to the ALS walk? And immediately I was like, yeah, you know what? Um, Sundays are usually <laughs> busy. You with... suck wearing the puffy shirt now. You agree yeah, to it. I got, I got that thing yes. to do. Oh, because no one else is coming with me. I do it for my dad. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, you can't, it's an offer you can't. Refuse. So, I, so I was like, I'll, 
I'll do it for sure. Happy to do it because if it means a lot to you, like, you know, I'm happy to be there. So I wake up really early on, on Sunday and I thought I took an Adderall because with an Adderall, you take it and I don't care if you got an hour of sleep, 20 minutes later, you're ready to run a marathon, let alone walk. So I'm like, no problem. Didn't take it all day long. I'm just like a drunken child. Like, what? Why isn't this kicking in? Why am I walking? I saw a picture of you from that. And did you wear jeans? I wore jeans. First, I went out with shorts and sandals. Oh, God. And Jen was like, you can't do it. You can't wear And I was like, well, I have new Nike shoes, but it was a little, like, rainy on Sunday. So I was like, not ruining them. Don't don't know if they're in, like, uh, the mud. And it was. Part of it was in the grass, so I'm glad I did it. So I just threw it. She's like, you got to change. So I just threw on jeans and Skecher, like, board, board shoes that you wear, like, to go in the water. And <laughs> to go I get in the down water? there. Like, one of those shoes you can wear, like, uh, if you're roughing it, like, in creeks and stuff like that. Like, they're, like, throw away, like, wait, what's that? Like, aqua socks? No, that would be awesome if they were them. They're, like, skicks. They're, like, skicks. skicks. But they, no, no. But, um. I wanted to like get a wheelchair to like do the walk in. I was so tired. I was like, they wouldn't have an extra chair. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But anyway, uh, so like Reese Witherspoon and Courtney Cox, their team. There was a publicist named uh, Nancy Ryder in Hollywood that has ALS, so they raised the most money. So they got to kick off the the walk. So they were up front, and like true Hollywood fashion, they were out of. They were in their own land. They were in like la-la land. They weren't paying attention. So everyone's following them and no one's going the right way. They're walking out into the ghetto at USC. No. Literally went two blocks. And the people started crossing the street where you shouldn't. The cops like, you can't do it. You got to turn around. The whole walk broke up and everyone's like, I guess we're done. The walk (laughs) never really happened. You didn't hear about that on the news, but it was like 15 minutes. Symbolic of people with ALS who suddenly can't walk all of a sudden. Right. Very fitting. So after uh, after about like ten minutes, joke. no joke, the thing just dispersed. I was like, and I'm still like tired, and, and I don't realize why I'm not awake. I'm like, why? Why did I come down here for this? And I tried reasoning to get out of it. I said, look, I, I didn't know about this walk. Like I didn't raise money for it. He's like, that's okay. You need to go there for support. I said, but how does this help the mission? Yeah. He goes, well, yeah. you know, it's there for support. And I was like, look. How about I go online and make a donation right. and sleep in? Like I was, well, I was like, better, yeah, I'll, I'll do what I can a, to help. If we run a podcast. I'll have Reese yeah. Witherspoon well, and Courtney Cox on. He's like, you know, no, it's for the support. Yeah. I'm like, how about I give you some money and I can just sleep in? Like I'm so tired. It, it, it wasn't working. They don't want my sweat and tears. <laughs> they really money. don't. Yeah. It was, it was good though. It was for a good cause. It's really sad too. That's one of those. Yeah. I mean, I used to work for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. That's one of those uh, things that you really can't ever like unsee when you see somebody oh, afflicted God. with that. It's yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So my heart goes out to them. Really. Disease, yeah. You sucked it up. Sucked it up. No, I didn't go. I canceled. No. <laughs> no, I went. But yeah, it's very very heartening. So very uh, disheartening to hear about that. So now that we brought the house down on yes. the podcast, so. Yes. Let's talk about AIDS. children with AIDS. No. Um, <laughs> we, How about uh, your little tip, Sprint? Oh, Sprint. Hmm. Sprint is one of those companies that is very progressive with 
their chats online. Okay. But I noticed a lot of companies they do. You, do you guys know what I'm talking about? You go to a website and you can either call or you can just hit the chat and uh, I chat. Yeah. Chat's oh, always yeah. easy. But they always Hi, have my the name pre- is so and so, and I'll be helping with you. Right, and it's always a fake name. Like my name is Kevin wanna... K. Oh, uh, have you ever tried cursing in one of those? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I, I I did. I don't. I don't do the curse because I think they have pre-written things like, "Sir, we're mm-hmm. very sorry to hear you." So I like to screw with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I'll say things like. Yes. I start answering each question like a movie. I go, they go, well, Mr. Clark, the reason I was co- contacting Sprint is my phone bill is so high every month, and I do nothing on my phone but, like, text. Like, there's no reason for it to be this much. So I called. I said, yeah, I need a little lower plan, this and that. What can you do? And then they said, all right, Mr. Clark, let's see uh, what we can do. So I go, well, I'm hoping for a miracle tonight, the miracle of Sprint. And... I was answering each question like this, and finally I just leveled with the, the girl, Paula, Paula Kay. And I said, listen, I want this to be fun for you. I want it to be fun for me. And, I'm, you know, really I'm trying to kiss her ass so they give me a good deal. Yes. And I said, I'm going to answer each question like a movie trailer. I'm like, okay, do what you got to do. And I'm just like, <laughs> or do you know the score? And they're like, finally, she's, not, she's trying to respond to each of these with a, a regular question. Like, oh, okay, well, let me check out this. And you're going to check out the choice of the next frontier. <laughs> so finally she got me a deal, whatever. She goes, is there anything else I could do for you? I said, yeah, you know what? There is. There's one more thing. It's quick, but it would really mean the world to me. What is that? What is that? So I gave her the link to the Grammar Nazi video. And I said, I need you oh, to yes. watch this. And please yes. share it around. She goes, all right, I'll tell you what. Share. I'll give it a watch and I'll give it a like. I'm like, that's all I ask. That's oh, all I would. But – I have a history of Sprint. Whenever I talk to them, uh, I always say things like, um, I think I posted this online a little while ago. Plug. They said, do you have any more questions? I said, yeah. Oh, this is progressive. I said, if a man is traveling from New York to Philadelphia at 30 miles per hour, and vice versa, a gentleman at the same time from Philadelphia to New York at 20 miles per hour, at what time will they meet? Let it go. Pause. Uh, I see the typing for like 10 minutes. I said, okay, I'm kidding. They go, oh, thank God. I was trying to calculate that for you. <laughs> Typing in a little scroll. You know what? That's, that'd be a good prank. Let's prank chat somebody. Chat. We could do a screen share and put it on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. That's a great idea. I think so, too. The only thing with those. I just want to try cursing. Do they, do they say, sir, I'm sorry, we have to end this call? Or do you get like the <laughs> asterisk and the exclamation point and the at with the A with the circle around? Yeah. You might. The only thing with those is a lot of those chats, we have to find a site that you can just create an account and log in. Right. A lot of those chats that you have, like, your name associated I with think, it. Right. But there's I, – I bet they're out there. Yeah. Oh, here's the yeah. FBI chat room. Let's start some <laughs> jokes. <laughs> so Halloween oh, is right around the corner. Halloween, everybody. Coming out you. Yeah. yeah. This is the first uh, – you guys go out and dress up and do all that gay shit? No, well, last year I worked. It was, uh, <laughs> I worked in the nightclub. Yeah. Um, oh. I was doing a security job at a nightclub and, uh, you know, I had to wear my same uniform, this black suit and tie. I remember Susan Saranda was there walking up with me with, to uh, oh. try and get by me to go into the VIP room and she had a little boy toy boyfriend. What? With, yeah, this guy, I mean, he looked less than half her age, and I think he is. 
I'm yeah. sure. She she's put together. She's they had a funny looking. Me. Yeah, that, I, I think they went as Sunny and Cher. <laughs> he had a tree wrapped around his costume. Ah! Ah! Sunny and Cher. Surrounded. Yeah, I don't do the uh, dress up anymore. L.A. is so no. weird as it is. Mm. You go out on a Tuesday and you see like people dressed up as Han Solo. Like, All right, it's nothing new. Halloween. Everybody's dressed up. I did the Halloween thing a few years. Uh, the West Hollywood has the biggest West Hollywood uh, Halloween carnival has the biggest Halloween oh, parade nice. in, the, in the country, at least. Nice. And. I always wait to the last minute in true Clark fashion for a costume or I find something late around the house that like I used in a sketch. So the last time I went there, I went as Santa. I was like, oh, I have a Santa costume. I'm going to do it. And I didn't have a beard. Like I lost the beard. So I was like, oh, I'll just go get a beard. I'll go get a beard. Uh, who are you supposed to be? Yeah. I'm a registered sex offender. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, my name is Red Redsley. So I go, to the, I go to this Halloween pop-up shop they have over LA and I go to find a Santa beard. There's not like any beards left. The only beard left is like a Moses Old Testament style gray beard that goes down. So I buy it. So I was like Old Testament style Santa. And I'm walking around West Hollywood and I finally just got rid of the beard because people are like, what's with the beard? So then I was just like a guy in like a red suit. And all these like gay guys were like, hey, can I sit on Santa's lap? I'm like, you better watch your mouth here, man. It's just some respect to St. Nick. So I don't really do the uh, dress up anymore. I, I I went to a um, I would though a Galleria I guess in Austin Galleria. with uh, a movie producer friend. She's got a lot of friends who are obviously in the arts, you know, filmmakers, uh, artists. I did notice when we were there. I said, "Well, you have some really nice friends." At the same time, I also noticed everybody was kind of asking her, "So you got anything you going on? Any, you know, any?" Gigs and any projects, any pictures happen like almost like they they wanted something from her, yeah. you know. But anyway, that getting back to Halloween, so we did a big face painting thing. So that will be considered uh, yes. my dress up for the. Oh, uh, nice! I did a I did a face paint. It was. Um, Clark, make sure you post that. Yeah. Uh, when you post the uh, oh the show. Whoa, what is that? So everybody knows. Yeah. I didn't see Very that. Talented. There's what are talking about there? Let me see if I can find the other one, too. Basically, the game was you had to blend in your real face with your the method. painting in the backdrop. And so that was the Halloween picture that they made, that this woman uh, painted. It was really talented. And then uh, cool. I put my face against the painting. And um, they're, I guess, posting it on social media to see if people can notice that. It, like it's a magic eye or something if they, they realize that's a real person blending into that picture. I'm trying to find it right now. That's cool. It looks like something out of Dia de la Muerta. You look like Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back, guys. Where was the face painting at? It was in Austin. Oh, nice. At, a, at an art gallery, yeah. Not, not New Boston? Not New Boston. That was... Um... Oh, cool. That was a fu- that looked I'm like a fun place it. though to spend Halloween, New Boston. And where's the other picture? One? The uh, Halloween is one of those holidays for me that as soon as it's done, it's like immediate holiday yeah. hangover. It's like having the Christmas yeah. tree up in January. You're like, you just got to take it down. 
Yeah. Like after Halloween, you're like, ah, oh, just because I usually watch a lot of horror movies in October and I get in the spirit, you know. Yeah. Light some, light some scented Halloween candles. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, I just start for Halloween this Oh, year. wow. It's Batman with a Weisenheimer shirt. The best. <laughs> you guys taking care of yourselves. You know what's funny is that as soon as Halloween's over, the Christmas music already starts Bat- on the radio. And I know. And uh, the stores are already putting stuff up. Yeah, you always hear your non-denominational Christmas songs, like the waitresses come on. And you're like, come down to Lowe's, get yourself a tree. Yeah, how about Thanksgiving first, and we do the turkey? Yeah, exactly. Just right. do that. <laughs> Holidays get earlier every year. Yeah, I remember working at Lowe's like as a teenager, or early twenties, or whatever. And end of August, the Christmas stuff started coming out. I'm like, mm. it's still 95 degrees out here in the Northeast. Let's cool it for a second. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Now, that one's really cool. The Scardia yeah. looks like a, a drawing. That's really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a very talented girl. She was like 15 years old. I guess it was a mother-daughter uh, project that they'd both been working mother, on. Mother, both daughter. very talented. Yeah, they, I guess oh, wow. she picked up the talent. It was a mother's art gallery. I just happened to notice that all these nice people were were talking to my producer friend in such a way that it, it almost seemed like they wanted something. Because yeah, people in show ah. business, they, they can be users sometimes. Oh, yeah. Of but, course. Uh, Bloodsuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what can you Savage. get? I'm an actor. <laughs> That's such an Did L.A. thing, too. Did you get my too. new headshots? This is a... Uh... You could be hanging out like at a party with talking to people and somebody could be like, oh, you know, uh, this is Pete. He's on Big Bang Theory. But like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm an actor. I'm, I'm a writer. Like, I, like as if people think that they're just going to go, you are? Tell you what. Let me call my agent. Let's get a meeting. Like, yeah. everybody works hard to get to – most people work hard to get to where they are in Hollywood. They're, they're very unlikely to just turn over the reins to mm-hmm. some unknown. But Somebody, yeah, it exactly. still happens all the time. You still see people – Oh, I have a script. <laughs> I have a treatment. I have a treatment. Can, you want to option treatment. Can we option it? <laughs> Go shop it. Oh, I want to do a short film. It's about a it's about a war hero that turns into uh, a fish. Yeah, you know what? I want to go in the other room and kill myself. I mean, send it to me. It's, it's, to hear it. It's oh. Oh. yeah. I was once at this place in New York where I used to actually train in martial arts. and Crowd um, Maga. It, like yeah, it was like a dance studio. I had a private trainer. I don't know why he chose this studio. It wasn't a martial arts dojo. He said, I used to ask him, why are we here? He had some special arrangement, I guess, with the uh, owners of the place. Whatever, anyway. So uh, <laughs> I'm there. And this guy, because my trainer, incidentally, used to be an agent. And he had his own agency, and then he... He sold it off, I guess. But this one guy, I guess, used to be his client, and he's talking to him. He's like, hey, Brucey, I got this new script. It's a Tom Hanks picture. The script is ah, beautiful. Oh, it's I beautiful, baby. That the guy was living. Let's get a meeting. He was living at this producer's studio. I guess Let's... he knew the owner. of These oh. weren't apartments. These were not apartments. You couldn't. I don't even know if there was a shower anywhere. There, but the guy was living at the. <laughs> Let's get a meeting. And he's that typical old guy. He's gray-haired and, and middle-aged and still chasing the dream. And you know, can't. He just can't give up. I That's so funny. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. I had a program director, a real jerk. 
uh, in State College when I was on the radio, he actually would sleep at the studio. Glenn Turner. Glenn Turner he looked like a walrus. His name was Glenn Turner. I'm not a what, what studio did he sleep at? The radio station? Forever Broadcasting in State College, Pennsylvania. I'm I'm at behind. He would sleep I'm there? Behind. I'm a workaholic excuse. That's why he's there. I live here because I love it. I love it's it. A, it's a passion and I'm great. That's what at it. I do. I'm born to do this. Like this it. is my house. That's the way the cooker crumbles. <laughs> I remember talking to an That's extra one is. time. And I'll never forget him. His name was Kinsey. He was an African-American actor. He was an extra on some independent film. And uh, he was telling me how he saved all this money by getting a gym membership. And um, he lived in a van. And everything he did, he saved so much money by showering at the gym. And I eventually just said, it sounds like you're saving money, but aren't you technically hopeless? (laughs) And he goes, well, no, no, I mean, I... You know, I have money, but I say I live in the van, and then I can shower at the gym. I can do my shoot at the gym. I can, I can, I can shave there. I can do my business. And I'm like, but yeah, but you're like homeless, kind of. Like, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but he's like, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. I'm like, that's a very fine line between I guess I'm homeless, but I'm doing okay. Like, where do you get your mail? Well, I got a PO box. Okay, that makes sense. What about you? It was just so funny, and I was like, I just. He was trying to sell me on the idea was the point. He was trying to tell me I should get a van, and that's how I can save money. I thought, yeah, no, I, think, I think if it comes to that, I'll pack it up and go home. <laughs> Head back east. I'm moving with Biscardi for John. Yeah. We'd love to have it. We'd love to we have miss it. it. I was talking with this guy today. Uh, I was getting an oil change in my car. That's how many miles I put on it. And, you know, I was getting service. He was a salesman, so he's approaching me, trying to get, thinking I'm a customer, a as they call it. And uh, I told him, nah, I'm just being served. But he still struck up the small talk with me. Oh, you come from Texas. Oh, yeah, I'm originally from Southern California, but, you know, I, I'm like you. I just miss the season. I like yeah, you. My, my, all Suck my friends are in California. They ain't coming back east. And this guy was just hell-bent on shitting on Southern California. So, oh, where do your friends wow. live? I don't know, Tarzana, Sherman Oaks, Universal City, etc. Rock Hill. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, you know, let me tell you something about L.A. Anytime somebody, you ask somebody you. for how long it is to get somewhere, it's always measured in time. There's never distance. Because something could be a 20-mile ride, but it takes two and a half hours to get there in L.A. I hate L.A. I don't miss a day. The government. <laughs> Trap. Well, he's in good company. He's absolutely right, 100%. No. Sorry they can't predict the traffic, you jackass. Right. Sorry I time. couldn't predict the uh, shutdown of the 101 freeway because yeah. there's police yeah. activity. And you know just... they're just waiting for the big one out there. The big one. Yeah, we're, we're all waiting. <laughs> we're all waiting. We're all just sitting around going, yep. Today might be the day. <laughs> the they big one. We got to about. live another day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they did the uh, movie with The Rock. With The Rock. Yeah. Santa, I like Santa, Santa, we did a... Uh, <laughs> you must never lose your zest for the seismic activity. <laughs> and the film review. <laughs> That's crazy, uh, man. It's not, I just remember Paul Dumont. He's lying. It's not a question of if, it's when. It's when. 
Yeah, with the long beat in between. Like, you wouldn't know how to finish your sentence. It's not a question of if. It's when. It's when. I would have liked it. He's in that new show on on Showtime. Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti and the guy from Homeland. I can never remember his name, but he's good. Oh, um, English English guy. It's called Band of Brothers. Billions or something. Yes, Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis, it's called Billions. It looks great. Huh. Giamatti and Lewis. Billions. Check it out. Paul Giamatti used to live near me in Brooklyn. I used to see him from time to time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I Take saw him one time at a wine store, and I really wanted to quiz him uh, about. <laughs> Tell us about John <laughs> Adams' first address to Congress. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some Merlot. I believe it's pronounced Merlot. <laughs> I'm not drinking any Merlot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great movie. It is. I live next to Giamatti now. Oh, do you? Sill Giamatti. <laughs> He's a pervert. Touches me. <laughs> he lives in the tree next He lives to in the tree. He lives I in the van. By in the apartment tree. searching, it's really funny because when you go I guess on Zillow, or look at more information about the neighborhood, all the registered sex offenders <laughs> pop up. Red dots galore. And there's quite a few of them in some of the places I've been looking. Yeah. This, wow, this house is only 100,000. It's it's fairly big. Oh, look, what are all those red dots? Those are called people who are going to fuck you in the ass when you're doing your lawn. No, you know, I think we're going to, let's try, uh, maybe let's try a townhouse up, uh, this up uh, town. Doing your lawn. Doing your lawn. <laughs> I think if sex offenders, when they relocate, you know, they have to, by law, they need to be They should alerted. just be on their own island. They should be. Yeah. They should put them on an island. And not a tropical one. They should put bells on them, though, like lepers in the Old Testament. Yes. You know? So you hear them, you're just like, oh, they're coming. Shut the doors. Yeah. Get your, yes. get your uh, Actually, it's just the ice cream man. Hey, he'll probably be a sex offender down the line, so it's probably it's fine. already is. Yeah. That's why it's he's fun. an ice cream man. That's why he's an ice cream man. <laughs> you know, how's the weather where you guys are? I got to say, it's been Dodges. cool this week, and it's it's been so hot. This year, these past up until a week ago, it's been like 102 degrees. Very sticky. I just sit outside in the cold. I just suck it in. It doesn't feel cold anymore. It's just, it's like a reverse balance. I am loving the autumn crisp air. uh, Oh, that's the the northeast. It's very. It's the best time of year. Very refreshing. It's so crisp. Like 100 degrees. Actually, sun. You're cutting Best. out a little bit. Eight uh, we're experiencing some chop. I had the screen door open Sound. all day. Breezes flowing. It was wonderful. Breezes. 79 was, degrees. Why am I talking about the weather? I was sitting in the nude. The <laughs> Mike, My you keep te- cutting out, man. Can you hear us okay? Testica. Testica. I can hear you, yeah. Tasmania. 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 Some chop. Dookie. Dookie. I. Dookie. I am almost done watching Sons of Anarchy. I binge watched that in like a week and a half. I got two episodes left. Holy shit. That's amazing. Sam Crow. I can't wait for you to be done and to get. and to now binge watch a good show. Don't worry. I got a great one lined up. Missed because of the move. I've missed all episodes. Uh oh. Did I do it again? Missed all episodes of what? Again. The Walking Dead, I haven't seen it. 
You ah. haven't seen any? This season. Yeah. I can do some periscope filming of some methods outside the building. It's, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> we, are, we are cracking. We are cracking. <laughs> We're having the, audio uh, issues. The Walking Dead was really good. Oh. So far. I'm not going to say anything else about it, but oh. it's really good. The next hey. ep- the, the second episode was so good. Oh, uh, don't was... spoil it. Don't spoil it. Here's what happens at the end. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? Tell me if you get have you guys watched the Fear of the Walking Dead? John, I know you watched that a little bit. Yeah. Mike, have you seen Fear of the Walking Dead? Yeah. It's I, not good. Like it. I was Except thinking about episode, I Neither is the sound. Yes. I, was just, I was thinking about why. I was thinking about why it's not good, and it's just another zombie show, another zombie movie. There's nothing in there. What makes The Walking Dead so good are the characters, and the story that unfolds around them. And then there's a backdrop of zombies. So it's and that's that's really cool. And the show, the effects are great. But the Fear of the Walking Dead, it's just like watching another, you know, college not, kid made zombie flick. The only creative thing that I noticed them talking to the good. creators said, well, you know, one of the things that we did with the with these walkers was we, we had them decomposing different. <laughs> have, we gave them a different look because this is not Georgia. This isn't the, the southeast. No. They're in. All right. In L.A., it's a drier climate. They're going to decompose a little bit differently. I thought they not explained it to me. You know, I didn't notice. I didn't really take notice of that. To me, yeah, like I said, they're just other zombies. It's more zombies. And we've already yeah. seen the show. Yes, and it's just a bunch of new characters waiting to die off. But some people yeah. are really taking it so seriously. I, I talked to somebody about it who said, you want to know why I don't like it? Because... All right, I think we lost. I Mike. just don't like these characters. Yeah, and I can kind of see. Chop it up, Mike. Oh, we're we're going to uh, to go help. Yeah. Very choppy. We're getting very choppy. We're getting more choppy uh, than the Atlantic Ocean in front of John's yard. How we doing in here? What's going on, nor'easter? Yeah, it just keeps cutting in and out. We're hearing every like five they're words. They're not duplicating the part of Walking <laughs> Dead that's good. They're duplicating the zombies. They should be duplicating right. the characters, the character development, the the dramatic, you know. But I don't know. It's only been six episodes. I say give it a little more time. You got to get there first. You got to like give them time to build these characters and make them important. Yeah, they have to build it up. You know, I I hated a lot of characters it, yeah. in Walking Dead <clears throat> in the beginning. And then slowly you start liking Dale and then, you know, Daryl and then yeah. Herschel and, you know, Glenn. At first you're like, who is this kid? He's going to die soon. They got to eat him, but I guess after the zombies <laughs> eat him, he be, they'd be like hungry in an hour. So it's... it's... <laughs> <laughs> the MSG? <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, 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 we, we were talking about doing the other day... A Halloween uh, show coming up, and yes. uh, let's let's talk about that for a second. I think we should really listen to uh, some of the listeners' feedback. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what the scare. We're going to post these questions too on social media, but let us know scariest villain, scariest movie, best Halloween. First of all, just start with what's the best 
Halloween flick of all time, in your opinion? We'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, or do like you have a Halloween tradition that that is revolved around a movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend who every Halloween, on Halloween Day, he just puts on Michael Myers and has it on loop all day. <laughs> awesome, just constantly. <laughs> that music, and uh, I don't know. So, uh, what Almost about fav- favorite candy to get in the Halloween? Sack? Creepiest. Creepiest town is always good. What's the creepiest town? Like a really good, scary movie, Halloween type of town that you've ever been to. That's a good one. Centralia, Pennsylvania. Camp Crystal Lake. No, I've never been there. (laughs) You know what's scariest? uh, Yeah, anything with a lake. Because it's Mm. so uh, dead in the wintertime. Yeah, and you just see that fog when when uh, it's warm out, but the the water's warmer than the air and the steam comes out. Picture Jason Voorhees coming out of this. Coming out of nowhere. We loved uh, the Jason movies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Used to watch them all the time because they used to show boobs in like some of them. So as like a twelve-year-old, eleven-year-old kid, Mm -hmm. it was like parents were letting us watch, you know, axe murderers on VHS, but they didn't really know there was like some brief nudity. So that was like Random. the loophole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jason, he's like an action hero. We love it. <laughs> okay. Look, he has a hockey mask on. I did a film yeah. with Show one time. of the Jason. Wait, you're cutting up. Say that again. You did a film with one of the guys that played Jason? We're losing him. We're losing him, Johnny. Of two. Lost you. Two? Yeah. Mike, Ooh, yeah. did you did you say you you did a yeah. flick with one of the Jason Voorhees characters? Yes. Which uh, which one? Uh, Steve Dash is his name. He played my father. He um, he was a uh, good guy to work with. Oh wow! Retired New York City police officer. Steve Dash. And he was the second Jason. Did most of the stunts, and I oh, think I had cool. a couple of characters, but he did most of the stunts. Uh, yeah, I love when they do uh, those marathons. I could watch all the Jasons because a lot of them are very cheesy and they're still fun to see, like the the gore yes. effects. You know? Yes, it's yeah. it, the special effects are so bad. Yeah. Like, you uh, I it's, it's clearly a rubber effects. doll. Yeah. <laughs> they're awful. Halloween, I could do without some of the later ones, like they do, like the H two O and the Resurrection. Uh, bust a bust. The earlier ones are good. But uh, Halloween's interesting, too, because it took off as he's a he's a real guy who escaped from a metal mm-hmm. home, this and that. But then after, like, the fourth the curse or develops. fifth one, the curse, he becomes, like, supernatural. And that's when I think it uh, it really started to go downhill. Because before but, that, he was just a guy. But well, at the I end, know, though, one of the things, no, no matter what the storyline, where it went, uh, Donald Pleasance, once he died in real life, yeah. animal, there was just there was no point in making it anymore. Because it was not right. Donald Pleasance. And once Jesus. Donald Pleasance went, it Donnie wasn't Pete. very pleasant. No. Pleasant truth. I started Rudd, watching get a Curse the other night. What's that? Didn't Paul Rudd get his start in one of the Halloweens? Did he? Yeah. Shady. He got his start in uh, Clueless. Paul Rudd. This is one of like, the sixth one. Five. I tried watching 
the curse, the curse of Michael, of Michael Myers, Myers the other night. Stop doing yeah. it. I got through like ten minutes and I was like, I just can't. <laughs> Saw the first one. I was like, okay, I get it. I like Jason. <laughs> yeah, Jason's the best. Yeah. Always Jason's been a fan of Jason. Even at the the end of Jason versus Freddy, you know, the final showdown. Oh, that was great. Freddy. Jason comes back. That was great. Yeah. Out of the water. For Freddy. I saw that with you, Biscard. We saw Jason. Yeah, that's right. We did. And uh, I just remember how long it took for a face-off. There was just so much cheesy. They're dead meat. I want to see Hogan versus Sting, damn it. I know. Get to it already. Fight. Enough of the jobber matches. Do you kids need some assistance? I was watching clips from Jason Takes Manhattan the other night on YouTube. Oh. Which was in Vancouver. Living in the city ain't no big deal. You got to have a heart made of U.S. steel. Living in the city ain't no big deal. If the crack don't get you, then the hookers will. And Jason kicks this uh, boombox from these like little punk kids, eighties punk kids, and he goes, "They go, you're dead meat slime bag," and yeah. they pull out like pocket knives. And you're like, oh, "Come on!" Yeah, the movie was filmed in Vancouver. Jason just takes his mask off. Oh, it's cool, man. It's you, man. It's cool. It's cool, man. Psycho it's killer cool. is chasing us. Welcome to New York. It's yeah. 1989. Right. <laughs> There's a man trying to kill us. Welcome <laughs> to New York. Actually, you're in Canada right now. <laughs> that is not the Empire State behind you. That is the Maple Syrup <laughs> Administration Building. Yes. <laughs> My gosh. Jason, God, now I'm like thinking about it. I want to get, I mean, we're getting close to Halloween now. Yeah. I like to go on like a little Halloween markout yeah. session just for old times' sake, for nostalgia. Yeah, I want to start watching them. Mm. Me too. I saw a meme the other day. Somebody posted, uh, for the first time in 666 years, Halloween falls on a Friday the 13th in October. And all these people were like commenting on it, like, uh, that's crazy. And I'm, I'm just I'm not even going to get involved. Just done. Oh, but people are like, wow, they're resharing it. And finally, I just, I was scrolling through the comments, waiting to see the, the one voice of reason. And I had to scroll a little, little bit to get to it. And this lady goes, Are you fucking kidding me? Halloween's October 31st. And I was like, huh, she's angry. <laughs> huh, she has oh, brain. She's. Oh my God. That's unreal. I really, the first time I read that, I was like, someone just shared this normally, like it was good news. <laughs> good news, Grandma. By the way, don't forget to send your grandma a Halloween day card this year. Yeah, and your aunt. Uh, or I mean, your uncle, Sue. Yes. Yeah. Send your uncle a happy vasectomy <laughs> plant. <laughs> Cactus. What else you guys have on the news tonight? You guys want to put this bad boy in the W column? It's a win. It's a win. Just like the Eagles last night. Oh, what's the uh, what's the Mets score tonight? Oh yeah, what are the M E T S Mets, Mets, Mets doing? New York Mets. Sissy live from Wrigley, I think. Correcto. I can check in here yeah. real quick. Mike, I don't know if you're still with us. We haven't heard from you in a few I minutes. Seen the game on t- television there. I was looking for, but all I saw was Kansas here. City. Oh yeah, five to two. Whoa! Bottom of the ninth. It's <laughs> over. Let's uh, let's stay on the air. Why they wrap this up? It's over. It'll be history. Oh, it's It's over. over. Yeah. 
Oh, I have live. I just did Google Sports. So and they it's won. Live. Mets won. They are one game away from meeting what looks like the Royals in the World Series. Wow. The Mets have a hell of a pitching staff. I don't know who can stop them. And they have enough bats. And the Mets can be the new Yankees now in New York. It's be, it'll be cool for everybody to be, be a Mets fan, which hasn't been. <laughs> Blue before. and orange. I, mean, I just, just remember the, the Yankee parade in 2000. I was there yeah. during the Subway Series. And uh, that was fun. they That's were cool. just getting booed to death, the Mets fans who, were, who had lost, and they were trying to show support for their team. But the Yankees fans uh. were just you know, shouting, Mets suck. You all suck. Go back to You're flushing, you hobo. Flushing. <laughs> They're f- flushing Mets, flushing another season down the toilet, but not this year. Yeah, man. Their tickets were free, practically. That's crazy. <laughs> I heard City Field's pretty nice. Pretty nice stadium. Sissy. Good ballpark. I haven't been to it yet. I haven't been to a Mets game since Shea Stadium. I was at Shea, but they were building City right now. It was, it was like the next yeah, season that would have been completed. Oh, yeah, really? same. Well, it's Chrysler. Chrysler. Uh, this lady went to the doctor the other day, Chinese doctor, and she said, doctor, you got to help me. Nobody has sex with me. I can't find a date. What's wrong with me? And the doctor says, you're a suffering from Ed Zachary disease. She said, Ed Zachary disease? What's that? He says, it's where your head looks exactly like your ass. <laughs> Beef a broccoli. Welcome to the Tolerance Podcast. I'm Matthew Clark. Do you guys, uh, you guys want to put this one in the W column now? Because I got to be honest with you. Can we now? I am famished. Oh, you son of a bitch! All right, I'm going on a strike. You're going on hunger strike. I'm going on a thirst strike. We're making a pie. What kind? Huckleberry. Huckleberry. <laughs> this was a. Uh, what's that? This was good. This is. It's good to have Mike back in the. Uh, Studio after his ventures over the East yeah. Coast. And yeah. um, let's uh, keep the ball rolling. Keep the ball rolling. We'll get some guests back on the show soon. Ryan Buds is uh, slated to be a uh, guest in the near future, as well as uh, some other folks. Visitors? Visitors? Oh, and the 24 hour podcast. I spoke with them. We're yes. still on. They're just wrapping everything up for this year. And then Woo! in January, like they said before, we will commence. Planning the 24-hour co- podcast. Cool. Brett, uh, Brett from Brett's Movie Review wants to come on and yes. you know help in any way that he can. Uh, we'll obviously have a really cool segment planned for him. We'll talk about music. That, that could be a really fun one. Movies, not music. No, I'm kidding. That's why. <laughs> we'll talk about. We'll talk about painting. Ornithology, birds. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's get Brett on the show. Pretty little pretzel. Anybody that wants to be a guest. Absolutely. Be honored to have you. Thank you for listening. Please tweet us at the uh, podcastle at the underscore podcastle on the Facebook and uh, keep downloading us at uh, thepodcastle.podbean.com. Uh, we're with Pod- Michael Biscardi, John Hassinger. I am Matthew Clark saying good night, everybody. Good night.